Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Hola, Glenn. Hey. And a little Spanish there. That's all I got. Man, I know I'm, that. I know 25. So if you need 25 or something, I'm, I'm not guy. sure. I'm not sure what either one of those are. But hey, man, it's always great to jump in the sober coffee shop with you. We got our special table again today. Yeah, we do. And we have some additional insights with us today. Yes, yes. Very grateful the, for that. The softer touch. We have Carrie with us. Carrie, welcome back. Yeah, welcome Hi back, Hi, guys. Carrie. Thank you. So several weeks ago, we dropped, uh, we, we tried to drop on Sundays bonus drops, right? right? And when we have guests come into the studio and, and share their experience, uh, strength and hope, you know, with those on the Sober Path Recovery, we dropped them on Sunday. So right. several weeks ago, we dropped Carrie's, but we asked her to come back. Um to explore a really cool topic. So really excited about today, Carrie. Always great to have you back. And thanks for the extra large black coffees. Yeah, it's great. Indeed. Fuel us up, right? Fuel us up. Fuel no us up. No problem. So yeah. one of the things, you know, that, that the big book talks about, that the, you know, how it works talk about, <clears throat> you know, the, the promises talk about, talks about God, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that really was a deterrent for me in the first five minutes, you know, as I was you know, thrown into AA um, because God didn't work for me, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, if this is a God program, you know, this ain't going to work. I, I need to find something else. And, and actually for a long period of time, I I tried to find other things, you know, I, I tried everything out there. Um, you know, you know and, and, and what the program says, it uses the phrase, God as I understand him, right? So, so that worked for me for a while. But recently, and again, we always laugh because there's not a lot of original thoughts. You know, you hear the same stuff over and over again, um, which I like because I look at repetition as the mother of all knowledge. Uh, but, but I do like the original things and, and the new thoughts. And recently I heard this thought, um, God, as I don't understand him. And, and that takes me back to kind of the, the, the beginning because God didn't work for me. Um, so, you know, as, as we heard Carrie's story and as we hear Carrie in the rooms, um, you know, God, as I don't understand him, is probably a good, a good topic for you to chat about. You know, just a lot of things about God that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Carrie, great to have you. Um, we're looking forward to this for the next 20 minutes or so, just exploring God or the lack of God. You know, and, and, and the success of, you know, living a sober life without a picture of God. So yeah. you're turning that over to me now? <laughs> <laughs> Turn it over to you. Well, well, let, well let, let's, let, let me ask you this. You know, so what was your first reaction when, you know, from a background standpoint, what did you come into the rooms with? And what was your first reaction when you read how it works? And there's like 18 references to God, higher power, he, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, and I know a lot of people tell, start the story with whatever their religious upbringing was, you know, whatever their relationship is, what, how, what their religious upbringing was. And I was, I was, 
I was brought up sort of sort of mixed. You know, my my dad was was quite religious, quite spiritual. Brought up in the Presbyterian Church, and then I had a mother who had been brought up Catholic, who had walked away from the Catholic Church, and so I had that kind of confusing religious upbringing which you know I, I understand there's a difference between the religion and this and the spirituality but um, so that was kind of confusing my dad took me to church and mom s- sat home at the kitchen counter and smoked cigarettes you know it, it it there were two different things and she was angry with the Catholic Church for a number of, of reasons um, and then I grew up and had my own you know relationship and 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 married somebody who was Catholic and converted to being Catholic. And then during my adult life, I, I wasn't so sure that, that um, religion or God was what was guiding um, my life or the people's lives around me. I, um, I'm, I'm kind of a believer in, um, uh, you know, just sort of doing the right thing. And whether that's because God is out there saying, do the right thing, or, um, you know, that he wants me to do the right thing, I'm not sure about that. I don't think that that, that's not why I try to do the right thing. I try to, um, you know, kind of live by the golden rule, which which I know comes from scripture, but it's very simplistic of, you know, doing to others what you would have others do unto you. Um... And um, and I just believe that the world is so big, and there's so many people in the world, and there's so many personalities and brains and humans and interactions that I that I have a hard time wrapping myself around the fact that there's some God that is orchestrating the whole thing. Um, one, Early in my sobriety, when I was um, first coming into the, to the rooms, um, a, a great guy um, whose name is Ryan shared with me, when he could tell I was struggling, he shared with me the idea that one of the things that he did, which was he said, um, all I know is that I'm not God. And I have gone with that. And I, what what I what I do as far as that is, I say, um, I'm just not in charge of all these other people around me. Whether they're my my family, whether they're people that I work with, whether they're um, you know the stranger on the metro, um, you know they're um, I'm just not in charge. Um, so so th- that's sort of my whole. Thing about about you know God spirituality. I'm not even sure what I think about the the topic of spirituality because I think um, you know because I, I I just think that there's too too many human interactions that that can go on and 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 too many you know I don't know weather you know traffic whatever it is um, that I just I really have a hard time with that so. Um, I just try to mind my own business, live my own life, doing the next right thing. And that's sort of my, my mantra without relying on a God. Man, that's great. Um, and, and wow, what, what a great way to open up. So, so my 
you know, a lot of times in life, we, we always try to label things, right? And, and, you know, we try to label emotions or how we feel, like, like that is happiness or that is, and, and I, I struggle with that, you know. Um, so when, when you first mentioned that, you know, I thought of two, two words that start with A, and they're not Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, they, it was, you know, agnostic or atheist. You know, and, and I have no idea really what the difference between those are. I mean, I have a very general high level, uh, but not enough to even talk about it. Um, so, but, but as I look at, at, at my story, you know, I see a lot of similarities. Um, one is, you know, I came in and God didn't work for me. Period. I wanted if this was a God program, this was a religious cult. I wanted nothing to do with it, right? Um, but I started out, you know, it talks about higher power, you know, and 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 I love the people. Not they say, well, use a doorknob for your higher power. I mean that. To, I mean to to me that just you know that makes no sense, right? Because that doorknob's going to do nothing for me. I mean I know what the doorknob's made of. I know how it works. It just doesn't work, right? But I think what they're trying to say, maybe, is just get outside of yourself, right? So I started on in September of 2014. My higher power was the counselor. I sat on his floor on that Friday afternoon, and I'm like, dude, you're. My, I will do anything you tell me to do. I mean, he was my higher power. He was my God in that moment. And then the guys in the program, you know, the eight guys that I was in the program with, they were my higher power. I did exactly what they told me to do. Then the rooms became my higher power. The 12 steps of AA became my higher power. My sponsor became my higher power. For years. So as, as I look back, you know, I spent a lot of time on step three. Um, and I spent a lot of time on step three, right? Turn our will on our life over the care of God. There's that G word as I understand him. Well, I didn't understand him, right? And And... And so I spent a lot of time, and we've talked about on here some different ways. You know, I went to church, I did YouTube listenings, I listened to insights, I read books, you know. I got in the pool to try to figure it out. Um, but the one thing that I came back to immediately in that September 2014 is, I am no longer God. And, and it was at that point that things started to work. Growing up for me, a very, I mean, I, my... My religion growing up, you know, it was Christian, you know, whatever. Very judgmental, very damning, very rule-oriented. I wanted nothing to do with that, you know. I was never good enough, you know. You always had to be better, 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 never good enough. Um, So, you know, at that point, I'm right with you. You know, God didn't work. I didn't understand God. Things didn't make sense, you know. You know. And I spent a lot of time on step three. But what step three says, it doesn't say figure it all out. Step three says just make a decision, right? Um, and and so, yeah, I, I, I used, you know, those factors as my higher power, those people or things as my higher power for a long period of time. And I still use those exact same people, you know, to this day. Yeah. You know, I um, I really appreciate your, your uh, opening up about where you've come through, Carrie. Uh, and Glenn, both of you. Uh, I come at this, you know, a, a slightly different way. I came in with this concept of God. I came in with this concept that he was, you know, making all those worldly decisions. I bought, I bought into that, right? And, and so for me, my program 
I, I was able to zip through steps one, two, three. I thought, boy, I'm going to be done with these in a day <laughs> at this pace, right? So, um, and then I hit the rest of the steps, and and then the natural cycle of life ended up ended up playing out because I really had to invest time in those steps. But the reason that I'm so excited to be here this morning is that, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm working with. I work with others, and well, just cut to the chase. I've got somebody I love very dearly, uh, who's at the at the opening of the doors of AA right now. They're they're um, they're just beginning their journey, and they don't have uh, they don't have the same concept of a higher power that I have. So I can't guide I can't guide them I can't guide them to because I I can't force them to have my concept of the higher power. That's that's where I think the hardest thing for me working with other alcoholics is, you know, I can't convey that piece. I can tell them to go to meetings, to keep coming back. I can tell them uh, to sponsor others. I can tell them to serve the coffee. There's there are elements of activity that I can that I can train on, if you will. But there are there are elements when it comes to spirituality uh, that that I'm not qualified to force my uh, view and say, well, yeah, if you just embrace my sense of a higher power giddy up you're good to go and uh and and what so the reason i'm here this morning is i want to hear the hope for for these people that i'm working with that don't have that spirituality as most others do but still succeed in the program carrie i so desperately want you to share you can succeed in aa without embracing everybody else's concept of what the higher power is that's a great point, and I think that's one of the reasons that I like to talk about the topic when I'm in meetings, um, is because I have heard of people who didn't want to join our illustrious club because it was um, spiritually based or faith based or God based or whatever. And I guess I want to share that it's okay. It's okay to, you know, kind of like what Glenn was saying, it's okay to not really be sure. Use other things as your higher power. You know, I've heard people say, you know, they believe God works through people. So if you can, if you can um, grab onto that, then grab onto that. But my, my thought is don't be afraid of AA or turned off by the 12 steps because you think that it's a requirement or it's going to be shoved down your throat because um, everybody everybody has their own relationship and it's such a personal relationship. It's the most personal relationship you can have is relationship with the, you know, um, with a higher power or with, with what is your moral compass? What is making you do the next right thing? I know that my sponsor um, is very spiritual, very, you know, she, she, is, she belongs to the Catholic Church. There's no question in her mind that God is not guiding her and is not there for her. So we sort of made it, she was wonderful though at that time, like just, you know, just, know that you're not she you know and then and then you know she just advised me to to just you know if if I were to pray which I'm still not a good prayer she she wanted me to to pray for strength to do the right thing um or pray that 
the right thing or God's will or whatever was going to happen. Now I, you know, I'm I'm not sure what. I don't think I ever took that completely on, but but my my point and when I try to share is just that it's okay and it's okay for your loved one to you know Glenn talks about how long he spent on that step I honestly sort of skipped through it because mm-hmm. I knew I would never get by it I know I knew I would never get by it so I came up with my own way to get through that step which was to know that I'm not mm-hmm. um, and it and it has worked for me mm-hmm. yeah so I just jotted jotted down a couple things um, you know as I worked you know on no specific order here, but, you know, I'm working with a guy, and he's like, I just don't believe in God. You know, he goes, Glenn, I don't think I can believe in the God you believe in. <clears throat> I'm like, well, that's not how this works. You don't have to believe in, in my God, my higher power. I have a God and a higher power that works very well for me today in relationship. Not a bunch of rules, but a relationship that works very well. It doesn't need to be mine. You just, you just and, and I really broke it down to what you said before, Carrie. You can't be God anymore. You can't be the God of your life. You got to get outside and, and use something else, right? For me, the the step three and beyond, and still today, um, you know, the relationship I have with my higher power, it took time. It is still taking time. It is a journey, not a destination. And part of that journey is I had to unlearn a lot of the bullshit that I grew up with. And I had to learn new ways of, of looking at my higher power and, and new ways of having a relationship instead of a fear-based, rule-based, you know, kind of dude. Part of, part of what, you know, that I looked at, there was a, um, it, it's this uh, book called Case for God. I think that's what it is. And, and there's a very award-winning uh, investigative journalist, uh, Lee Strobel. And he was, you know, real popular in Chicago. And, and, and he went out purposely to disprove God. And, and that, was, that was his mission. And he said, I'm going to use all my investigative tools to prove that God doesn't exist, that God's fake, right? Well, he came back after his tenure of on this journey and, and with, you know, undeniable proof, you know, in his mind that, that God exists. And, and for me, you know, my, my higher power exists and I have proof. You know, and, and, but yet at the end of the day, you know, for me, it's a decision. I choose to believe in my higher power. I choose to believe in my God, even when in my mind it doesn't make sense. And it was funny, quick, quick story. I was driving home from church one day with, with my uh, stepson. He's I don't know, 14 at the time. And, and the story in church was about Jonah and the whale, you know, where this dude lived in Jonah, the belly of a whale for three days. And, and I remember we were driving home from church. He looks over. He goes, hey, man, what did you think of that sermon today? I'm like, oh, I thought it was good. He goes, come on. He goes, do you really believe that this man lived in the belly of a whale for three days? And I said, yeah, I do. He said, come on, man. He said, do you really? He goes, Yo. he says, that's scientifically impossible. And, and, you know, from the back and forth, it hit me very clear and I remember this every time I, I start doubting or have, you know, different decisions, whatever. For me, it's a decision. I looked at him. I said, you know why I believe? I said, I believe because I, des- I have decided to believe. You know, even though inside my mind it doesn't make sense, I am choosing to believe that. 
And he goes, really? I'm like, yeah, because at what point, it's just like believing the words in the big book. You know, there's people that point and doubt, and, oh, they're the wrong words. Well, then what words do you believe? You know, I think if you do that, you impede your own ego. And if you say, you know, hey, that story, I don't believe that story in the Bible. Well, then, well, then what story do you believe? Right? And, and where do you draw the line? And who's making that decision? Just like in the big book, oh, they're the wrong words. Well, then what words are right? And who makes them right? Uh, that's the own ego. So that's part of my surrender story. Um, but, man, I'll tell you what. I am glad that there wasn't a God test, you know, in, in AA because I would have failed. Um, and, and, frankly, it's only, it's only from being in the pool, swimming in the deep end, over and over, times I felt like I was drowning, and times I felt like, you know, I wasn't getting it. And I still feel that way. I mean, there's still, you know, I look at things and I'm like, man, I don't get that. But I continue to say, you know what? I choose to believe. But, Carrie, I also know that there's things you do, and, and you know, you, you mentioned, you know, kind of like living the next right thing. And, and, you know, you mentioned Buddhist or Taoism or, you know, just a, just a better way of living. You know, it really helps fuel that next right decision. Yeah, and 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 I'm not saying either that this is the be-all to end-all because guess what? When I was younger, I did believe. I, I, and I've had, I've had experiences that I, you know, I don't really want to go into here, but I've had experiences that have given me pause to believe. Um, but yeah, I, sometimes when I, I haven't done enough studying. I'd like to do studying of, of, of the world's religions. Um, and kind of learn, you know, more about that. But yeah, I think that Buddhism and um, is is something, uh, you know, when I when I read about it, I think, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and you know, today I sort of would label myself an agnostic, but that's a person who's not sure. So again, I kind of go back to my whole thing. If 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 if. Just because I'm questioning it today doesn't mean it might not change later. Maybe it'll be the way it is forever and ever. Um, but I'm glad that I didn't turn my back on AA because there was a lot of the word God. And I, I think that's, yeah. that's my, um, you know, that's my message for all of those people that are questioning or, or you know, turn, not sure that they think that this is the right thing for them. Um, there's ways to get through that step. Um, and like you were saying, you know, the 30, you know, spending, spending a lot of time on it and then moving on and then all of a sudden the reality is you're still working on it. And probably I'm still working on it too because I think about it and I'm talking about it here. So um, yeah, great point. anyway, that's my message. This is, you, real, this yeah. is really good stuff. I, 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 mean, I have to jump in just kind yeah. of the insanity. So my, my dad and, and hey, his entire life, I've never seen him take a drink. Mm -hmm. And he lived his Christian principles till the day he died. And, and I respect that. But I can remember, I mean, this is kind of the insanity of the experience. I can remember sitting and there was one time he came to live with me for a month because I couldn't stay sober. So, you know, I, 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 said, I said, hey, Pops, why, why don't you listen to these things, right? It's tips on way to live, right? So I, so I read him like eight Taoist principles, right? And he goes, man, they're amazing. He said, they are really good stuff. He goes, you would really benefit, you know, if by, by putting those so many years in life. I'm like, yeah. He goes, where'd you get them? I'm like, I don't know, this Taoist 
Taoist reading. He goes, oh my gosh, that stuff, you know, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm like, wait, you just said it was great, but now that I put a label on it, right? So that's the kind of crap, I mean, I love my dad, well, but, but yeah. that's the kind of crap that just didn't make sense. Well, here's, a, here's the, the other thing that doesn't make sense to me. You know, I came, again, came into the program, my heart goes out to the, somebody who's coming into the program and they feel like a Democrat in a room full of Republicans. They're told what to believe and what not <laughs> to believe, that. or a Republican in a room of Democrats. And they're not going to change their belief system. What my takeaway from this morning's coffee is there's hope. There is solid hope that you don't have to have that whole thing figured out. That's my takeaway, that to the next struggling person, and, and I've got them in my life, and maybe somebody's listening there in their life right now, that they, they haven't figured it out. And what I heard today, it's okay. It's okay. Don't, you don't have to have it figured out. You don't have to think like Mike or like Glenn. You don't even need to think like Carrie. You just need to go through the steps and, and work the program and come, come to a belief or continue the journey. And the one thing I could underline at the end of all this, love that. I am not God. <laughs> I am not God. There we go. We all sign off today. That's we awesome. are not God. Carrie, right. loved having yeah, you here. Carrie, thanks. Please Thank come back again. Thank you so much. Yeah. Excellent Thank stuff, you guys. guys. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800 839 1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800 273 8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.